Lumberjack fans, and welcome back to Part Meowx, your only source for post-game Lumberjack basketball analysis and everything that you could possibly desire on this Valentine's Day Sunday. <laughs> We're giving you the best Valentine's Day gift you could ask for. It's a combo episode about basketball. Two I mean, games. Yeah. Two games. Two for one. Two I was going to say two for the price of one. Can't beat that deal, especially on an expensive holiday like Valentine's, which is why I guess we're also very thankful that we are single gals. We don't have to worry about buying stuff for other people. It's great. That is true. Wonderful. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anywho, so, you know, we don't want this to be a super, super long episode, so we're just going to kind of dive into it. Uh, But first, we're going to start off, obviously, with the game that was on uh, February the uh, 3rd when it was at Texan Corpus Christi. Uh, Jacqueline, I, you can go right into the general right. history and background. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just giving the background going into that game. Of course, you can just add on the one loss that they got after, you know, we played them um, for the second round. Right. But uh, going into the first game of us playing them, they the history of us and them was nine, we had 19 wins and six losses. Um, our largest margin of victory was 79 to 46, which was in 2017. Our smallest margin of victory was also in 2017. So all across the board, that's that season, uh, 61 to 58. So only by three points. Um, the last matchup we had against them in 2020, we won 75 to 67. So going into that first game, so I'm only going to give you all their, uh, their record once. So overall, going into the first time we played them, they were three and thirteen overall and zero and seven in conference. Um, they still have not won a game in conference yet, but I'll let Alex tell all that when she does the standings. Um, but uh, their L's yeah. before playing us, um, they lost to Texas State twice. They lost to UTRGV twice to SMU, to Texas Tech, to Southeastern Louisiana, to University of New Orleans, Incarnate Word, and Sam Houston. Uh, Their only dubs for the season were to Paul Quinn, Our Lady of the Lake, and Texas A&M International. Um, So I don't think any of those are D1. Um, I know Paul Quinn and Our Lady of the Lake are not. I don't don't think Texas A&M International is either. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like I know I know for I know we know for sure that uh, Paul Quinn isn't because we played yeah. him before, but and our Lady yeah. of the Lake we played also, yeah. So not not a right. good not a good start for them. Um, no, not I'm at not all. Though. So going into just general notes on the game, um, we had the the normal starting lineup except for Nigel started in Rotti's place. Uh, Rotti had a little sprained ankle, so he. Um, from practice, so he did not travel or play um, in that game or the other game, uh, which we'll get to. So hopefully he'll be back soon. But uh, Nigel got to start, so that was exciting for him. Uh, the score we won eighty four to seventy five, and their posted attendance was six hundred and ninety nine. Yo, almost at seven hundred, just barely. One more didn't get there. God, I hate to see it. Hate to see it. Okay. Um, I can talk about this offline standings from that game, or I can just wait until we talk about it for the next game, just because I don't know what it was at that point. Because, you know what I mean? Like, it won't pop up for that day. Oh, yeah. 
Um, yeah. Okay. We'll wait. Does that make sense? Another. Yeah. yeah. Like, <clears throat> Cause whenever we, whenever we link it, it's just whatever it yeah. is now. So we'll just have to put a yeah. pin in that. And whenever we talk about game two, okay. I'll give you what the updated standings are as of today on this lovely day of love. Um, <laughs> I'm making really petty comments about Valentine's day throughout this entire podcast. We'll be, so just be yeah, we'll be salty singles for your uh, listening pleasure and amusement. Um, salty singles I kind of like that and honestly we should probably get that on a shirt we should that would be an excellent shirt with like a margarita or something yeah I'm like salt yeah or like a pretzel these pretzels are making me (laughs) thirsty Ah! (laughs) I've been watching too much Seinfeld um too much Seinfeld too much okay okay. uh so let's talk about stats yeah let's do the stats so over the first game, uh, Sean Kennedy stat section, uh, field goal percentage we were at an even fifty percent. Uh, three not, point percentage, yeah, three point percentage twenty eight point six. Free throws seventy seven point eight. Uh, points in the paint we have fifty two. Um, points off turnovers seventeen. Second chance points twenty. Fast break points seventeen. Bench points nineteen. Uh, total rebounds we had forty seven. Uh, we had 15 offensive boards and 32 defensive boards. Um, we had 15 fouls, 13 turnovers, forced 10 turnovers. Uh, we had four steals and two blocks. And uh, our game leader was Cameron Johnson with freaking 29 points and six rebounds. Um, yeah, he was, uh, he was really rolling that night. Yeah. He, he was killing it. Came out. Okay, so my, my feats of strength, my starting five are... First of all, Cam returned. Like, if don't sleep on Cam because when he has a good game, he has a good game. Um, yeah, so like for I, sure. Like I said, he had 29 points, 6 rebounds. He was 4-6 from the three-point line. Um, so most of, most of mine here are, are individual little accolades. Uh, we had Nana had an excellent game. Um, he was 3-for-3 three three from the field early in the game. Um, he almost got a double-double. He had 9 points and 8 rebounds. Um and one assist, one block. He just played awesome. Um, DeAndre also had a really good game, I thought. Um, he was kind of all over the board on stats. He had six points, three, re- three rebounds, and three assists. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I feel like we played sloppy this game, which I will get to in my grievances, we had freaking 52 points in the paint. Like, that's how we managed to still win this game, even though we looked sloppy. AF. Right. Um, that's the key. We talk about it all the time. Um, we had less than 20 fouls, only 15 fouls. Like, that's definitely one of the lowest fouling games I've seen us had. So, especially oh, for sure. Especially yes. being a sloppy game, I was happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. So, those were mine. Quick and yes. easy. So... Interesting enough, uh, like you said, we had 15 fouls that night. The other game, the second game, again, which we'll get to later, but in that game, we only had 16. So kind of right along right the on same par. kind of, yeah, kind of right on par as as per. Okay, so my, my feats of strength, because uh, I, I was watching the game, I think you watched it later, but I was watching it, or were you just like a little bit behind me? I forget. Well, I think um, we, were, we were watching at the same time, but then we, I think you caught up, right? 
Yeah, I got a little off, and I'll I'll explain in my grievances. Right, right. How right, I got right. off. <laughs> but that is that is part of my part of my piece of strength, though, the fact that we could sync up the game with Rob. Um, I know you have more to talk about with that yeah. grievance wise, because I do as well. But thank God we I figured out how to sync up the game and pause and mute the dudes on the broadcast, and then just listen to Rob synced up with the game. Because any, anything else, I would have immediately just said turn the game off i'll just guess how the game goes uh based off the box score or something because there was no way i was gonna listen to those two jokers the whole time yeah. no way uh yeah so feats of strength though first off a uh, couple notes on defense was uh nigel and uh nana one i saw a really good moment with nigel he had a really good steal and then both him and nana had huge blocks like capital letter Big block, Nigel, Nana, so those were good. Um, and then a couple notes on offense were some good rebounds by Nana, Gavin, and Cam. Uh, Nana had actually two nice little jumper shots too, which were, again, not necessarily typical for Nana. So anytime yeah. he has those, it's always kind of like cause for celebration. Um, Charlie also had a really good game. I don't think, uh, yeah, I was like, I don't think you mentioned Charlie in yours, but Charlie also had a really good game that night as well. And then um, Calvin had that inbound dunk. That was just nasty. He had an inbound dunk. And that, again, that doesn't happen very often. It's kind of sometimes hard to get inbound dunks uh, to kind of sync up and work. And hell, they got it. And it was really cool. Um, you mentioned Cam. He had the 29-point game. He had a really great game, four for six. We talked about uh, from the three, the 12 out of 20 field goals. I mean, 29 points. Just hats off to Cam that game. He really kind of... He really kind of put the team on his back on that that night because, I mean, let's just be honest, the game wasn't 100% the best game ever, uh, which is a, kind of surprising because it is Corpus Christi. No offense to them, but just, they're just not doing the best this season. But they always, always, always play as hard. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. 47 uh, – uh, what, what I wrote rebounds here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rebounds, 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 rebounds. The rebounds that game were just balls to the wall. Uh, we had 47 rebounds, uh, 25 of those rebounds, 25, they 25 had, points on rebounds. Yeah, yeah. They, okay. had, they had 25 rebounds. That's what you meant. 25. Yes, they had 25. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what I wrote. It's yeah. been so long. It's been over a week. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I wrote back then and what the hell it meant. But, yeah. Uh, so those were my feats. They did, again, really good game in that respect, although coming on the opposite end, let's talk about the negative. So we'll get to that <laughs> one second. With the airing of grievances, I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about you. So you, yeah, you. We'll first have a quick little chit chat about the absolute worst feed I have ever seen. And I, again, I'm so glad, so glad that we're getting out of the friggin' Southland with these shitty ass feeds. Like the absolute worst feed I've ever seen. It's a D1 program and they have the absolute shittiest feed. I had to mute the announcer because the feed was just so blurry and the announcer, I'm sure the announcer was probably okay. I don't know. I really don't know. But I wasn't honestly about to sit there and listen to them talk and then have an absolute blurry, crappy feed. 
so I sunk it. I sunk it. I synced it with <laughs> Rob's B107 broadcast. Thank God. Uh, but even Rob was getting really, really savage with his comments as well. I wrote down a few of my favorite quotes. Um, first, he said, and they don't even print stats here. They don't print stats. They don't have stats. They don't hand out the stats during the games, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. They don't even have down there. Normally at like our games, they would print out the stats at, you know, different intervals, uh, usually like media timeouts and so forth and so, so forth, so on. Uh, and uh, take them over to the broadcasters, and they don't even do that. So he was said, yeah, they don't even put the stats there. And then he said kind of right after that, and they wonder why we're going to the whack. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute savagery of that comment. Anywho, so uh, let's just, the feed was the first part. Feed was the first part. Second part, a little bit on offense. Uh, passing. Charlie tried to pass a, like he literally tried to chunk that son bitch down the court, and he passed it way too deep, and Cam just missed it. I mean, and I don't blame him for missing the pass because it was probably chunked like pretty much over his head and went out of bounds. I mean, it's just kind of small stuff like that that I'm just like, all right, come on, boys. Um, and this is how I knew that the game was not going to be, like, the best game ever. It was when a, some of this stuff started happening um, that we kind of faltered a little bit on and probably why the score was a little bit closer than what we would have normally wanted and probably what it could have been. Um, again, it was an 84-75 to 75 game at Corpus Christi. When we played them recently, it was a little bit bigger of a, you know, a deficit for them. So you could kind of see what I'm talking about here. So there was also a bad pass by David. He has his moments, Ugh, David, um, Nigel <laughs> had a missed pass into the paint. Uh, another couple other notes on offense, few, when I say few, I mean, few too many missed a few uncontested threes. Um, like we missed him on offense. Like we had yeah. wide open shots and then completely just boop, missed him. Uh, missed multiple layups before the half, which led uh, when we were leading by 13 points. I mean, just easy, easy layups. Nana trying to shoot threes. Again, another kind of note, when you know things are starting to probably go downhill a little bit and the game is going to be a little bit per you know, a little bit closer than what you expect, is when you see Nana over here trying to shoot a three. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Why though? Why, Why though? Yeah. <laughs> And then there were not one, but two shot clock violations in the game. Two. Again, like, that's very fundamental stuff. I know sometimes it's hard to, like, you know, know what's going on at the, the very moment, but, like, twice. I understand shot clock violations happen maybe one time. Like, I get it. You're not necessarily paying attention fully to the clock. But, I mean, you have your teammates over here on the bench screaming, like, five, four, shoot, like, and I still fucking fuck it up. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, anyway, a couple notes on defense. The freaking back doors twice. There were two back doors. Uh, letting Islanders shoot behind the arc too much too, uncontestedly. Um, letting them come back to five points before the half too. I mean, we can't let them do that. They're not that good of a team. There's no reason why they were, you know, only – ahead five points the SFA was ahead five points going into the half absolutely no reason none um and then for some reason everybody was slipping 
on the floor. Like literally, yes. is there? I mean, I know that the I know that the Islanders have a hockey team or some like ice. There's like they play on top of an ice ice rink. Yeah, so I know it. Yeah, but. Like Rob but, like even said that they didn't play this season, so like the the ice I don't think is the, I don't know is the I don't know how it works, but he made it sound like the ice is not there right now, so it shouldn't have any like condensation yeah. or anything coming up from the floorboards, right? Because like, I mean, because the Rockets used to play underneath the you know the the ice over at like the uh, compact center or whatever, not compact center, but whatever you know what I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, the yeah over at. Where the Rockets play, there used to be ice underneath that. Don't know if there still is. I think there still is. But anyway, like, there's absolutely no reason. There's none. There's no possible reason why there should be so much water and condensation on that floor. Like, (coughs) excuse me. Like, there's nobody even there, really, barely, fans-wise. I mean, they had fans there, but there weren't enough people there, nor anyone on the court, that there should be any sort of liquids being on the floor. And I mean, yeah, I know players sweat and it drips on the floor, but that much? Like, yeah. literally, everybody was slipping. Why is the floor so wet? Somebody understand this. I mean, I know that they're called the Islanders, but I wasn't expecting it to be like a slip and slide yeah. party on the court, you know, just because they are on the island. Anyway, um, and then lastly, these were not necessarily. Uh, bad things but i thought they were hilarious so much that they needed to be on the uh grievances because they were grievances from coach keller Uh, (laughs) yes (laughs) so um so the first one from keller and this is this is fantastic this is why i think rob should be next to keller during every single game doing his broadcast because literally you can hear everything that keller is saying because he's literally sitting right next to rob or standing right next to rob during these some of these away games you know because that's just how it's set up (laughs) anyway so here's the first quote from keller how many points are you going to give up in transition and that was keller talking to david just like straight up like how many points are you going to give up in transition david (laughs) I mean, you can hear it plain as day. Yeah, clear as a bell. Absolutely. And I'm just sitting back laughing so hard. I mean, literally, it's like he's having conversations with with Rob. But the second one was, though, uh, he was telling Rob, it's like a moon pickup game in here. (laughs) (laughs) And y'all see why we love to sit behind the bench and be able to hear everything that is being said. All of it. This is why. All of it. This is literally. Yeah, this is why. Because we'll hear these little (laughs) one-liners from Tyler or, like, from the boys or from, like, just somebody. And I'm just, you just sit back and you you have to laugh and enjoy it because it's just wild. Anyway. Oh, man. Go ahead. Your turn. Okay. Uh, So, yes, my my first one was the horrible video and sound. So, first of all, the the video feed, like, it was horrible. It was just really... Yeah, it was fuzzy, but like the audio quality was even worse. Like it was so staticky and grainy that like literally, I don't know, maybe their maybe their broadcast guy was good. I really don't even know. I don't even know because don't the sound know. quality was so bad. I could not even give him a chance to listen. I was like, nope, can't listen to this. It was like nails on a chalkboard. It was hurting my ears. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to because I was trying to do my, like, listen to him and listen to Rob thing or whatever. Right. 
Well, then I couldn't get I couldn't get Rob's commentary synced up with the game because which will roll into my next one. But like, mm-hmm. I had waited until the game already started, and I was so I was trying to go off of the score. Well, they had the score wrong. So, the point of Rob's audio that I was trying to match up to the video, I was still matching it up wrong because the score wasn't correct, so I had my timing off. Anyway, it was a big mess. And Rob commented some shade on them having the score messed up, and my dad did too. He texted and was like, they can't even keep score. Like, what are we doing here? Um, And then during one of the breaks, I think Rob was like, oh, go to this website to, like, get your... Audio, so you don't have to listen to these clowns. Like, get your video synced up. Well, like I, th- I don't know. He, it's the way that he said it. It seemed like it was going to be some kind of like app type thing I, that did I, some interactive I, like syncing for you, and it was literally just like a screen that said start <laughs> start listening to the audio <laughs> and wait and like pause the game when it starts and wait until the audio catches up. And I'm like. That's what I've been doing all season. Like, I knew to do yeah. that. I just got off timing because they had the score fucked up. So, like, yeah. I was like, that doesn't help me. Like, I thought it was going to be some magical interactive thing that, like, synced them together. But it was. Yeah, no, but me, I did too. I did too. Whenever they said, you know, go to my game or something, I was just like, oh, cool. It's just going to be, like, a whole separate, like, like, website where the game is actually being streamed and you can hear rob's yes that's what i thought through that website and i was like this just literally solved all of our issues i know i thought i thought i found like the golden gym and then i'm like okay it's just telling me to do exactly what i've been doing thanks that was not helpful but whatever literally i I, yeah so that was kind of a letdown yeah anyway the story is how (laughs) thankful we are that we're going to the whack with better digital uh Again, I just, I'm so upset. I just, I don't know if I'm more upset at the situation or just more disappointed at the fact that, I don't know if I'm mad at, like, it's not necessarily mad at Corpus Christi and m They just don't have the capabilities and or the, I don't know if it's because of where they're located. I just don't know. I just don't get how a D1 program can have such a bad digital platform. I know. And when, I, you know, it made when me. There's some D2 schools out there that are, I mean, that have maybe ESPN two deals or not even that ESPN or, or at least have a better, better digital network where you can just log on to their website or something. I mean, yeah, I've it, seen high school games broadcast live on YouTube that have better quality than that. Yeah. And it made me feel bad for their commentary guy because he might've been good. I, I really don't right. know. Couldn't tell you I because don't know. I couldn't, couldn't tell you. I couldn't listen to him because the sound quality was so poor. Um, well, and dude, I mean, I can only assume that he was like not the best, but also not the worst. I mean, I know Rob called him a clown, so he no did. To um, okay, so my my third one is you mentioned it too, but why was the floor so slippery? I do not know, and why yeah. did this? like slippery trait seemed to seep over to Gavin's hands because he was like dropping everything. I'm like, what in the world? Like the floor and Gavin's hands were both slippery this game. I don't know. Um, it was just, it was just a slow start and we did not look good. Like we were just dragging and not together the whole game. I think Scotty has some comments as well. 
I know he does. He's like sitting up very attentively. Um, yeah, I know. Hi, Scotty. He did. I, I have my legs crossed currently, and as as you know, any anyone who's listening, he is a big boy, and he does not fit on my lap, so he keeps trying to reposition himself. Yeah, he's a little um, fat cat because he's a he's but a big he's a boy. Cutie. Um, my, my last one is just some offensive notes. One of them, you mentioned the shot clock and then I just, Mm -hmm. this is one very specific example, but everyone had their, their downfalls on this point during the game. I just felt like no one was aware. Like the awareness was just not there. Like there was one possession where Nigel like rolled to the bucket yet. Then when they passed it to him, he like, wasn't ready for the ball. And I'm like. Why why roll to the bucket if you're not going to be ready and expecting a pass? Like, mm-hmm. that's the whole point of the move. I mean, right. I just, the, the awareness was just not there. Like, they were just, like, in la-la land. I do not know. Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I do have one note, and it is specifically about this game uh, that I remembered I screenshot after the game. Uh, the next day, actually, uh, Caleb told us this, Caleb Beams. Um, on Twitter, he said, you got to give Corpus Christi credit for hanging with SFA. They, I didn't know this unless, again, it, it was probably mentioned on their broadcast. But again, we weren't listening to it, listening to Rob. So yeah. I don't remember Rob mentioning this. But they only had 10 players available that night and the head coach was out. Yeah. Those, yeah, I did not realize that. So... They, I don't know if that changes anything. Maybe not. They played I mean, us. Anything, they, they played better without... Yeah the head yeah. coach and with only 10 players available than they did when they came here. Yeah. That so looks, I don't know if, I don't know if that bodes well for the team. Looks worse on us because they, they played us pretty decently considering that. Exactly. So, eh, Meh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> um, I think, and then one other thing specific to that game, um, it was a fan comment, but let's talk about the describe the word. So let's okay. do one word to describe the entire game analysis. So my word, I love that we again put very similar words, like not the same word, but kind yeah. of on the same wavelength. So my word was frantic. I just felt like the entire time it was just everybody was in a frantic state of mind. Like they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like you mentioned awareness, like nobody was aware. It just seemed like everybody was running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Like literally they were a bunch of kitty cats in a room full of rocking chairs. Like <laughs> everybody was on edge and frantic, like just absolute, just not, not a very solid game. Like it was a decent game. We won the game. Yippee, yippee, Kaye. But, but there was a lot going on <laughs> where it just seemed like everybody was frantically trying to make shit happen making making the game happen in some ridiculously frantic way that's just what it looked like me watching the feed uh, yeah oh yeah C- couldn't agree more so my, my word was disheveled because it was just like i <laughs> mean like me on friday i felt like they just like rolled out of bed and were like wait what where are, where are we who are we playing what's the game plan what's happening like what was the scouting report can you remind us again like, what yeah. plays are we running? We're not sure. Like, they were just completely disheveled. Like, they were just, their head was not in the game. Not there. Like, I totally, I, I agree with that as well. Disheveled's great. That kind of reminds me of what I felt like on Friday after my COVID shot. Disheveled. <laughs> I looked, I looked disheveled. 
oh man, I got more on that later. Uh, but anyway, so um, the, like I said, the one fan question, or not really a question, it was more a statement that's specific to this game um, that really wouldn't make sense if I waited, was, uh, let's see, great game for Calvin, Cam, and Gavin, which, yeah. Um, then... This is from John Chardaway again. Uh, please get the scoop on raw tea. Hoping it's just minor. Should have won by more, but we actually made some free throws. Okay. Yeah. Y- yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, as far as we know on the scoop on raw tea, we'll get there in a second. Because um, I think it was after this game when we got more info, um, which we could talk about in the next, the second half of this podcast. But yeah, I think that was the last one necessarily part- particularly for the first half of our Texas M&M Corpus Christi uh, game week. Okay, so that, that being said, let us move on to game two. Unless you want to take a break. Are you good? No, I am good. Um, yeah, so we'll then we can move on to game two. Yeah. Roll right in. So, for the second game, and I won't go over the history and background because we've already covered that. Um, same start, same starters for this game because uh, Rati was still out with his ankle. Uh, we did win 82-68. Um, the attendance, they did not list on the stats, so I do not know um, oh. what it was. Interesting. But um, two little just general notes on that night before we get into all of our stats and grievances and feats of strength was that it was uh, Keller's 100th career win um, as, as a head coach and with, you know, with us. Um, so that was awesome. They, they gave him a little commemorative basketball at the end of the game. Um, so that's super exciting for him and cool. Um, and then just funny note that we have to discuss and actually – Corey brought this to our attention, and I don't know how we weren't paying attention to it at first, but number three's shorts. This man looked oh, yeah. like he was uh, doing a bike race with some, like, short, shorty short bike shorts on because they were very tight. Um, and I just, I have, I, I ha- definitely wrote those in my, in my, uh, grievances. Okay. Well, I have, to, I have to say verbatim or what Rob said on our feed. Cause I watched this game back today. Oh, yeah. Okay. So tell it, tell me. Yes. Tell us please. I laughed so hard. It was just like totally random. I don't know wh- when he noticed it, but he made, he made a random comment just like out of the blue. He was like, I think, he, I think the guy got up to shoot free throws or something. So it was like more attention on him, you know? And he was like, just as deadpan as possible. He's like, apparently they ran out of larges and they said, these mediums will work just fine for you. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying. Y'all, these shorts were like, they were like borderline indecent. Oh, no. They were indeed. Like, I don't even know if, no, like, I, like I said, I'll, I'll mention this more in my grievances as to why I'm saying that, but it was just the best part of, I wasn't even really paying attention because, you know, me being like, me, we're watching the game, not necessarily watching for boys shorts. But then as soon as Corey tweeted us saying, you have to talk about number three's shorts or in the podcast, or it just will not be the same. Like it won't be, you, I will not listen. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then as soon as I saw it, 
Yeah. I, I couldn't unsee it. We both looked and we were like, oh my God. I mean, I was immediately like, uh, I, I, I need a, I need a cold beverage. <laughs> Holy moly. Kind of a thing. Like, dear God almighty. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, it I mean, was, just, it wowzers. was like Southland men's basketball calendar type outfit. Like. If the oh Southland Conference God. did a calendar, like someone would be wearing shorts like that in their oh, their baby. photo. Yeah. Oh. It, ten, oh. Look. It was yeah. wild. Anywho, it was wild. It was okay. So let's let's talk about the standings. So okay, so as of today, uh, February the fourteenth, Singles Awareness Day, <laughs> Abilene Christian and Sam Houston are both at the top of. The leaderboard standings at 10 and 1, they're tied at 10 and 1 in conference. And then you have SFA at 8 and 1, Nichols at 9 and 2. Um, it still really irks me that Nichols is getting out of playing both us and, I believe, Sam Houston or us and Abilene. I can't I think all one. three. I think they don't play any of us. Hold on. I will fact check that really quickly but I don't think they usually we don't back track but yeah no I want you to fact check because I, I I know for a fact that they are not playing us so they're getting out of not playing us and they're also getting out of not playing either Sam Houston or Abilene Christian Mo- like top teams in the league I mean they're for- they're in fourth at the moment oh they they do play Sam they don't play us or Abilene, Abilene. Christian then okay yeah. Was, it still irks me to no end. Yeah. That two of the top two of the top three teams. You're not even playing them at all. Yeah. So even if like even if something crazy happens and Nichols like comes out of this unscathed and honestly and and wins the Southland or something like something crazy, knock on wood. It's not legitimate. Give me a break. You didn't even play the freaking best two teams in the league. Yeah. Give me a absolute freaking break. Anywho. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, on to Sean Kennedy's stat section. Um, So, field goal percentage, we were 55.2%. Three-point percentage, incredible at 46.2%. Like, three-point percentage almost matched the field goal. Um, So, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Free throw percentage, 90.9%, which makes me so, so, so happy. Um, very, very. Points in the paint. We have 44 points off turnovers, 34. Uh, second chance points, we have 13. Fast break points, 18. Bench points, 14. Um, our rebounds were down considerably from, from the previous game against uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, but um, we had 29 rebounds. Um, may, I mean, may not have been as many shots put up. I don't know. Uh Offensive boards, we had 13. Defensive boards, we had 16. Um, we had 16 fouls, which, <laughs> like we said earlier, was actually only one foul more than we had the prior game, so that was good. Um, we did have 20 turnovers, which is not super fantastic. Um, we forced 24 turnovers. We had freaking 18 steals, which is just amazing, unheard of. I don't, I've never seen us have that many steals in one game. I'm positive. Yeah. Uh, we had one block. Uh, our game leader was Gavin with a double-double of 23 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, and four steals, which is pretty incredible for a big man. 
Um, so my feats of strength, my starting five, uh, just like Keller said he wanted in the in the pregame, we started off strong. Uh, we had that 11-0 run to start the game, which was awesome. Um, our defense just all across the board was awesome. I, I felt like we were very eager. We anticipate a lot. Love to see it. Like we were, we were just three steps ahead all the time. Um, and Calvin with the steals. Oh, baby. Six steals. Yeah. Six steals, Calvin. Um, incredible. Uh, so dunks, I put dunks with like three S's. We had several, um, and Nigel got a few, which, the first two attempts didn't go. Um, I think he got fouled on one and just kind of botched the other. But then he made the second two. Then uh, he tried another and missed. But um, but yeah, I, I was I was glad to see him trying it, and we got a lot of dunks. So I was happy with that. Um, the threes, like I said in the stats, forty six point two percent. Like we almost matched our field goal percentage on our threes. Um, David and Nigel both had two. Uh, Cam and Calvin both had one, um, which we had to fact check. And Calvin, that, that now puts him at four out of five um, on threes. So just amazing on threes. Um, Charlie also had a great game. Uh, six of eight from the field for 14 points. Um, and then just one funny note, that little one, there was one little like one-handed lob. I don't know if he was going for an alley-oop or just lobbing it down to Gavin or somebody in the paint, but uh, it, it just straight went in. And like Rob was really uh, yeah. laughing about it. You could just see Charlie's face was like, uh, okay, well, all right. Uh, didn't, didn't That's not what I was trying to do, but sure, I'll take it. Um, I remember so. that. Yeah, it, literally that was his face like, uh, whoops. But also, yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> so that was mine. That was my, that was my, that was my five starting Okay, five. yeah. Perfect. So, yeah, so, so uh, my first one was, you know what, I really do. I love theme nights. I, I love them. I think they're really fun. So this, this week our theme night was Hawaii or Hawaiian night. And, uh. I do, I love them, but I just wish more people would participate. So kind of consider this like half strength because I, I like the engagement aspect, them trying to engage more people with like cool, fun, interesting nights, but also a grievance when the fact that the fans don't want to get on board. I don't know if they think that this is just like a theme night for students or if it's like a theme night for everybody. I don't know what they think. I don't know. Because when SF Athletics buys 250 lays and says that the first 250 people, not students, people, enter the game, you can get a free lay for Hawaiian night. And I was like, okay, cool. So, like, literally when I get there, I would assume most of the lays are gone. No, there's still a huge pile on the dang table. Like, yeah. I look at and half the people don't even have freaking lays on. And I'm like, what are we doing, baby? What are we <laughs> So my, I it just, I think it's really annoying that, that not as many people, even as, even if you, that's all you were wearing was a lay. So like me, like I didn't have any other Hawaiian things, but I knew they were giving out lays. I was like, cool. I'll wear a purple lay, call it a day. You know, Jacqueline had on her little, uh, surfing shirt that was per, uh, pink and, uh, grab, little, like, grab the purple lay. Yeah. Yes. I did have yeah, the shell, the little shell, like stone looking necklace like bg looking whatever yeah, yeah which was kind of like hawaiian-y um so grab delay just, just 
bugs me. I know. So I mean, I love I love the theme nights. I want to do more theme nights. I just wish more people would participate in said theme nights. Yeah, um, it would just be really easy to just pick up the lay and wear it, and you could throw it away after the game. Like you don't have to, you don't have to yeah, take it home and clutter it up. But I mean, throw it on. Yeah. It was easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, completely, completely. And it was funny, too, because whenever I saw, oh, like, oh, it's Hawaiian night. Like, that's the theme night. I sat there for a legit five minutes, and I was like, now why in the fuck would we have a Hawaiian night? <laughs> it's winter. It's cold as shit. Why? And then it struck me like a freaking bag of bricks to my head that it was because we're playing the Islanders. Like, it literally, I had the biggest blonde moment ever. I was like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And then I realized I realized why they were doing it. So yeah, so yeah, more more theme nights. Love the engagement. I just wish more people would participate. The the end. Uh, that eleven and zero run, like you mentioned, to start the game was absolutely fantastic. I don't think we've seen anything like that since uh, honestly all year. I don't think that we've had a strong start like that, like a domineering start like that at all this season. Uh, typically, if we go on some sort of 11 and 0 run or anything in 0 run, it's maybe in the end of the first half or you know second half when we're really kind of churning our wheels and spinning our wheels. Um, so really, really, really love that. And then of course, leading into the next one when uh, when David had that assist. Oh God, yeah. This was the uh, assist by David when he threw it up and Nigel slammed it absolutely down like holy crap that alley-oop was bonkers like bonkers it was all the razzle dazzle that you could ever truly want it was fantastic absolutely fantastic and then there was another sequence uh with uh David where shockingly enough he stole the ball and went up and literally put some dude on post and dunked the hell out of the ball. It was nice sequence. You don't normally see him do stuff like that, especially with a steal. And then he went and, you know, dunked the ball. Great, great, great. To add on to that again, like I've made a note that there were 18 steals that night, which we already talked about, but I just, again, I got to mention it again. Like that was a huge stat, huge, huge, huge stat. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, and then of course we had a really good free throw night, 90, pretty much 91% free throws. There are some nights, I feel like when we're on with free throws, we're on. Like, we're doing really well. We hit, you know, pretty much all of our free throws. And then there are some nights where we're just absolutely abhorrent with our free throws. And this was actually a really good free throw night. And I couldn't be more pleased with the with the free throws that we, uh, that we made. So that was good. Okay. Into our next segment. real quick here so like we started talking about earlier the short the infamous shorts so not only did number three have extremely extremely tight shorts on it seemed like this was a pattern because also number 13 had really really short short tight shorts on it was a distraction to me as soon as i saw it i could not unsee it you could i just could not stop no, no, I, I don't, I didn't want to. I didn't want to see it, but I saw it. And I, I, 
I couldn't help myself. It was a distraction. Those 80 style shorts, I mean, I'm, I was not mad about. <sighs> I enjoyed the show, but at the same time, I just don't, I don't understand what, why you, no, don't tell me that you can't find bigger shorts. Maybe you just don't yeah. want to wear bigger shorts. I don't know. But no, they, he, I mean, his thighs, his thighs were the freaking size of my head. Like they were freaking huge. Yeah. He, no, yeah. They, that was a conscious decision. They wanted to wear their shorts like that. I just That's don't know why. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you can't tell me that that was yeah. like, oh crap. Like I just, you know, my, yeah. my, my thighs have gotten so big. I can't, <laughs> you know, find other shorts. Give me an absolute break. You got dudes on like Northwestern or uh, what's the other, what's the other team? I don't know if it's uh, UIW or uh, McNeese or somebody where they have like these dudes that are playing center who are like freaking linebackers, uh, and they can find shorts. Yeah, give me a break. Absolutely not. So it was just crazy. Anyway, so uh, Caleb definitely wanted to know where you actually even buy those eighty style shorts anymore. Uh, <laughs> where they come in. I don't know. I'm thinking that he just usually wears like a large or extra large. Yeah. And he said, nah, coach, nah, give me them mediums. Yeah. And then he like or rolled them up the maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like give me them mediums basically. So I can literally shove my torso in there like a sausage. That was eight boy. pounds of sausage oh, in a five pound bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was just wild. Yeah. Anyway. It's a grievance, but it's at the same time, I wasn't mad about it. But also at the same time, <laughs> what you doing, baby? What you doing? Because you can't tell me that that is comfortable. Like, obviously, I'm not going to know because I don't have a, a, a wee-wee. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, that had to cause some chafing. That's all I'm going to say about That's that. That's what I'm saying. That's had what to. I'm saying. Like, you cannot tell me that wearing those tight... Because I know what happens when I wear tight clothes, like... It's not pretty. Like, and imagine and I, all the moving around that you're doing. He has that. to like have like 25 bottles of Gold Bond in his freaking locker. There has to be. There has to be like Gold Bond everywhere because there's no way that he can wear those shorts and it not be uncomfortable the next day. Yeah, no way. The chafing would be out of control. Like I've been in situations where chafing is out of control. Yeah, and it was at Jack Camp. When you're literally wearing shorts for 25 fill it feels like days straight in the hot heat, and th there's just no way. There's no way. Anyway, so through through that, um, like I said, we had a pretty decent game for the most part. But man, I don't know what happened into that second half. Like we just started getting really sloppy on defense into the second half. I don't know what the heck happened. Maybe it's just because we we're getting a little too comfortable with the lead we had and just, you know, kind of fell asleep on some uh, possessions and in transition a little bit. I don't know. just got really sloppy on, on defense in the second half and really just kind of let them come back a little bit more. I mean, obviously we did keep the, the lead at a pretty decent, um, in a, at a pretty decent spot, but at the same time, I mean, I really don't think that even 80 to 68 is a real, decent explanation of how the game went because I, you know it was closer obviously in the second half than it was in the first half I mean first half it was 49 28 second half it was uh 31 40 so they outscored us in the second half so again you could tell that we really kind of let up on the defense a lot 
in the second half. I really can't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what happened there. Uh, obviously, still no Rati, so we can talk about that for a second. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. I know that I, we've heard some rumblings, uh, anywhere between like two to three weeks, because some sort of I think sprain or something with his ankle or one of his ankles. Uh, so hopefully, we'll see him back before the end of the month. Fingers crossed. We have really no idea specifically what if it was like a high ankle sprain, how the severe the sprain was, or, you know, cause I've had literally all along the gamut from one range to the other sprains, strains on my ankles. So I can understand if it was a minor sprain. Yeah, definitely two weeks. I think you could bounce back easily, but if it was a severe ankle sprain, yeah, I, I, to have full like movement and range of motion, range of motion, and put weight on it, it <laughs> could tell you it could take a while uh, to get your to get your ankle back. Because, like I said, believe me, when I was in high school and I did track and field, I would roll and sprain my ankles all the time. I felt like sometimes I was some seasons I was in the training room more than I was on the freaking field. So, um, <laughs> so I understand that I, I do. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Fingers crossed. Uh, Calvin, uh, two of eight field goals. It's just not the best night from him necessarily, but he did hit another random three, which is just funny. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny. Um, and then we had a total of 20 turnovers, and they got 25 points off those turnovers. I'm just not a big fan of that. Um, I'm assuming most of those came in the second half because, again, we really kind of let up on our defense. Yeah. And then, and then freaking Corpus Christi had 53 bench points. Bruh, what the hell is that? I know. I saw that, and I was like, what? Holy crap. The heck? 53, yeah, 53 bench points to our 14. Like, they might as well have been playing their bench because that was almost all their points. Literally. <laughs> literally, 53 bench, point, bench points, and the, the final starters, score was 68 points. And the starters only scored 15? Like, what? what? why are they starting? I don't get it. Yeah. Maybe no. they're going to re- redo their lineup now. I would. I mean, and again, we mentioned it a little bit ago, was the fact that they played better when they only had 10 people available and no head coach. So something's... Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just, that that shocked me. I was just like 58 or 53 bench points. And then they had 20, again, we had, they had 25 points off of turnovers. They had 36 points in the paint. Um I don't like that. I don't like when they when teams are scoring, you know, that many points in the paint off us. Yeah, we had 44, but when other teams have 36, yikes. And points off turnovers for us, though, on the flip side, we had 34 points off turnovers. So we did obviously create points off the turnovers, which they had, uh, I believe, 24 turnovers. So, which is good. Yeah. But I still, that bench points, God bless. When I saw that, I was like, that's just yeah. That's disgraceful, actually. <clears throat> so, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. I agree. Yeah. You're up. Okay, so my first one was... So there was one point in the game where Nigel went down for a loose ball and Calvin went down for it and kind of fell on top of him. <laughs> and then the other three guys on the court, and I can't remember who all was in at that moment or I would call them out individually. I know Charlie was one of them. I can't remember who the other two are for sure. But they come over and help Calvin up and then just like turn and walk off. 
and leave Nigel to get up on his own. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm like, you're going to come, all of y'all are going to come over and help up Calvin, but then you're just going to be like, Nigel, you're on your own, buddy. When he's the one who yeah. went for it in the first place and Calvin fell on him, like, no, I'm not down with that. That was <laughs> not down with that at all. Nigel, I'm sorry. You got to help everybody up. And yeah. I would come help you up. That was shitty and I was not happy with it. Like, no. I mean, right. that, no, I'm not right. down with that. Not down with that at all. Um, <laughs> they, There was one... There was one back... They had several back doors, but, like, there was one that was just, like, a nasty back door dunk, and and they got a few where it nasty. was, like, maybe not necessarily a back door, but, like, a little dropped ball, or we just weren't paying attention. I don't even know, but they got several. I right. was I was not pleased with that. Um, and the next two aren't necessarily, like, I'm not grieving against these guys, because they, they play well, but it was just... The two of them had great games the first time we played Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and then not so great games the second time, which was Cam and mm-hmm. Nana. Like, Cam just had one of his best games the first time we played him, and then this game, he was just, like, not – he was just not with it. Like, there were several t- several turnovers. Well, I don't even – let me look. And He had five turnovers. It seemed like more than that. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. There was some – extraneous factor maybe but he he's just not playing like himself um so again not necessarily a grievance but i just it wasn't his best um it was something you noticed and it was yeah you know wasn't his best game it happens yeah Yeah. i mean and it happens people are gonna it yeah it happens to everybody people are gonna have bad games here and there but it was kind of weird for him to have such a really good game the week before against the same team and then get basically stuffed this time. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Nana. Yeah. Nana played such a strong game, I felt like, the first time against against them. And then he just played weak uh, mm. Wednesday night, in my opinion. Um, like, there were just mm-hmm. a lot – there were a lot of times where he just got stripped or stuffed, and I was just like, yeah. come on, Nana. Like, you did amazing, like, a week ago. Like, what happened? Um, so, I don't know. I don't know what happened with the two of them, but it was just a 180 from where they were the, the game before. Um, and then a, a thousand percent agree with what you said about us getting sloppy at the end. So like uh, my main note w- on it was that we let them shoot a ton of threes at the end. Um, but I, I literally think with, it was like the last eight minutes or something, we had 71 points or 70 points or something. And then we end the game with 80 and I'm just like, really mm-hmm. within like eight minutes, we only scored 10 points. Like what are we doing? Like, we just kind of, I don't even know. We got, we got lazy on defense. Fell we asleep and let them take all these threes. And I was just like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, you know, cause yeah. what at halftime. And like you said, we got outscored in the, in the second half, um, by nine points. And in the first half right. we were up by 20. So like, to me, we should have built right. on that and maybe one by 30 or at least just maintained, and one right. by 20. They maintained the same pace. I mean, we they didn't have to necessarily. Here's it. You don't necessarily have to blow them out. Like, right. It, again, <clears throat> some games where we want to blow out versus Aiden Corpus Christi, we don't need to blow them out to win the game. You know, uh, we could just keep the same pace, keep the same course, and win the game easily. No stress, whatever. And a lot of people are probably going to sit back and listen, like, ladies, like, they won the game by, you know, uh, 20 points or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, yeah, eighty to sixty-eight. So a little 12, bit, a little bit, twelve under points. twenty. Yeah, twelve points. It's like, yeah, we know. Uh, but 
But when you go into halftime, over 20 up, we were up by 21, and then you come back and win by 12. And it wasn't even it wasn't even because we put in bench players and they weren't playing at the same level. Like we didn't put in the we didn't put in Demir and Russell until like two minutes or something. Towards the end of the game, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. that was our starting five. Let it or whatever you know. Anyways, I just felt yeah, like we, we were in the typical bench yeah, rotate. Weren't yeah. as strong at I, the end. Yeah, it was just weird, but it was just it was just. We, how we came out so strong in the first half and then just kind of, again, like got really sloppy towards the end. Um, yeah. And then actually we have a comment from a fan said the same thing, but uh, I can get to that in a second. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that your end of yours? Yep. That was the end. Okay. So one word to describe the entire game analysis. I thought I'd be kind of petty with mine and say, aloha. I love so, it. Bye to the Islanders. Uh, good try this season. I'm not going to miss you when we move to the WAC. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Aloha. Vaya con Dios. See you later, suckers. Yeah, that was that was a clever, petty one. I like that. Um, You're welcome. You're welcome. So my, my one word was just awareness because I, I feel like we made a complete 180 from the previous game and we were actually like super aware on defense and offense and just paying attention. I mean, 18 steals, my God, in a game. Like, and we, yeah. it wasn't like they were just throwing it away every time. Like we were, we were real, sometimes creating they did, yeah. but we were like really paying attention and creating that. So um, yeah. I was super they pleased. were really pressing on, like, you know, again, press you kind of came back in full force. From the, again, the majority of the game, there was the second half where they really kind of fell apart a little bit. But uh, for the most part, the awareness and creating those steals were top notch. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so before I, we talk about my plates, I want to talk about these fan comments before I freaking forget because I'm going to forget. So SFA Jack Fanatic, Ed Steele said, uh, that, yeah, SFA men's basketball played one of their better halves and one of their worst halves of basketball this season all in one game tonight. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, not wrong at all. Not wrong at all. Um, and then, on the other side note, I thought it was really funny that this was not planned, that me and our good friend Corey uh, both wore our Let's, Let's Get Wacky t-shirts at the same time at the game on Wednesday had no idea we it's we had the same color sh- we ordered the same color shirts which i didn't know that either um and we both wore them that night that was not planned he literally texted me from across the court and was like hey turn around and he like stood up and he had his <laughs> wacky shirt on and i was just like oh me too it was funny so we took a picture uh and i did post it on social media so if you want to see us in our shirts uh which reminds me again we did open the link again after the game on wednesday and we already have a couple orders. If you forgot to order or didn't get to order one in the first round of Let's Get Wacky t-shirts, you can. As a reminder, these t-shirts are uh, for basically us fundraising. All the money will go towards the Purple Lights Fund. Um, at the end of the campaign, again, whatever we make, I'll deposit right into Purple Lights Fund. And again, Pretty much, again, the, the, literally what we make as a profit, we don't keep. It goes straight into Purple Lights Fund. We don't need it. They do. So that's where the money goes. Did you remember to order some this time, Jacqueline? I did. I'm very excited. Yeah. Which ones did you order? Tell everybody. 
I got the um, t-shirt because it's uh, just a short sleeve t-shirt because it's one of those like premium ones, right? So it's like all soft. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I got I got the purple, obviously. Um, and then I I like a good like uh, slouchy tank. That's kind of my new thing, especially in the summer when it's always hot. Um, mm -hmm. And even when it's not, because you can just put a little cardigan on over it. So Alex added uh, the slouchy tank. So I got a tank, which they only had that available in black. But anyway, so I have a black one. Um, so yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah that'll be good for in the spring time yeah. um, <clears throat> when we go to uh, baseball and stuff. Also, yeah, and I, in I, the summer. Yeah. And I can throw a little purple be, cardigan on over it and purple it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's what I thought when I ordered uh, my gray, let's get wacky shirt. Cause like I said, Corey and I ordered both ordered gray and I was like, I could easily layer that with some sort of purple cardigan or yeah. uh, scarf or something during the winter. And in the summer I could, you know, find something purple to put with it, a necklace or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Cause sometimes it's nice to kind of like change things up anyway. And then our other fan comment was again from John Treadway. He said, he asked what Roddy's injury was, which we kind of talked about. We're pretty sure that's what the injury is. Um, and then he also asked, is it officially official that we'll serve our postseason ban this year? And we still don't know. There's no official well, thing, or is there? My, okay, I, f I forgot about this till now, but and I should have asked him where, where he got it from, but I think it was in the paper. My dad sent me a little screenshot. Uh, let me find it. Yeah, it was in the newspaper. It said, with the Lumberjacks moving their one-year postseason ban back to this season, um, there will be no Southland Conference postseason tournament or contest after the regular season ends on March 6th. Um, so, I don't know when oh. they officially said that, but that was in the newspaper. So, um, Okay, so it was in the newspaper. So, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, SFA Athletics just hasn't posted anything yet, technically. So Yeah. I guess we'll wait until they do it. And yeah. then we'll yeah say but that's yes. that's what the paper said so understood is that from the daily senile or yeah yeah okay all right cool uh, and then we are now making free throws hooray that was what he said <laughs> <laughs> yes we are John yes we are uh, I think that was the conclusion of fan comments and such okay yes it was so. Let's get on to our typical My Plates spiel. So, again, don't forget, now that it's uh, Valentine's Day, your chance to order My Plates for your lucky Valentine is now over. So now you have plenty of time to plan for birthday, Mother Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversary, or hell, Christmas. You got plenty of time. So, classic win-win. You get the sweet plate to show your SFA pride, and the athletics teams get about 50% of the purchase price. If you're interested in purchasing a MyPlates, just go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks. You could actually get up to a $50 rebate. It takes only a few minutes of your time to do this. Uh, even if you have the old white SFA plate or the old SFA plate with the red around the logo, you can easily move your personalization or your plate to the new purple plate. And all that purple SFA plate supports the SFA way more than those old ones. Cause again, we have the new look, we have the updated logo with no red in it. So all I should do is again, just call my plates. Um, if you already have a my plate, just not a purple SFA one. So maybe if you have like, I used to have one, it was like the Texas with, I don't know if it was not the yellow rose one, but it was like Texas, like a Texas flag one or yeah, it was like a different my plate. So I had that one for actually a few years. Um, 
And so if you have one of those Texas plates, then you're like, you know what? I really want to support my alma mater. I really want to support athletics. What's an easy way to do that? Let me just switch over my my plate to an SFA one. Again, just call customer service for 50 bucks. That's it, 50 bucks. You can flip it over to the SFA and get those new ones shipped directly to your home. That's pretty easy, right? I I feel like that's pretty simple. It is very Um, simple. We did it and it was really easy. Well, yeah, we didn't switch exactly. over, but well, I mean, yeah, we did, but not from an existing map plate. But anyway, you get my drift. Right, but we, did, I mean, we had it yeah. directly shipped to. I mean, mine were directly shipped to Nacogdoches, uh, not the DMV, but the city of Nac, and they had them there. And I went and picked them up, and boom, boom, bam, had them put on my car, and done. Easy, simple. Again, you can get one year, three year, five year terms. Once you renew, if you do a five-year term, when you renew your five-year plate, guess how much SFA Athletics gets? Just guess, Jacqueline. How much? 250 I think. Oh, no. $400, $400 hairs. See? When you renew your five-year, when you first do your five-year, it's 250 And then when you renew it, you double it. Okay. Yeah. That's still wild, right? But yeah. that's a lot of money. So if, I mean, if, if, like I said, if a handful of people do that and they do five-year plate, it's like, that's a, that's money coming in constantly, you know? I mean, and if you don't feel like paying the whole full 500 or plus dollars it is for the five-year plan, you could always do the layaway option, you know, which I think is really actually a very good deal, to be fair. You pay over five-month periods and then you get your my plates in the mail, boom, done, Yeah. You know? So you could do that now. You could buy it now. And then in five months from now, you would have your plates in time for football season. Bing, bam, boom, baby. In the time for wickety wacky. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, that would be a cool new license plate. I, that would be, you know, like one that said wacky on it. Or yeah. Something. Someone should do that. I think someone should. We got to tell Sean Kennedy about that. I think someone should do that. That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. Anyway, again, so don't forget, go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks and order. Okay, so what's coming up? I feel like we have the longest week ever. We have lots of games coming up this week. So Monday afternoon, afternoon, we have a makeup game in NOLA versus UNO at 3 p.m., um, Wednesday night, we are on the road at UCA playing at 7 p.m. Uh, then Saturday, we're back at home, doubleheader versus Incarnate Word, with the ladies playing at 2 and us, the guys, playing at 4.30. Um, so, lots of games this week, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. That's a lot. That's a lot of basketball. <laughs> They're, I'm not mad about they're it, gonna be all but. over the place because if they have to be in Nola Monday afternoon and then Conway Wednesday night, it's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of basketball. That's a lot of travel in yeah. a short period of time. Because I mean, I mean, think about it. Well, first of all, I hope they're already in Nola because of this weather. Yeah, um, I know. I'm and then. And then I'm like, how bad is it going to be when they're trying to go to Conway? Because I would assume they'd try to go Tuesday. Yeah, I know. Or Monday night. So, I don't even know. I guess maybe they'll drive halfway probably Monday, Monday night. Probably Monday night. I mean, that way they're there probably already can, on Tuesday. Probably go halfway Monday because I don't even know how long it is from NOLA to Conway. But I bet it's a long way. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's not the best drive either. Not, And, I mean, there's no major highways until you get back into into Texas. So, I, 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 I don't know. That's a... I, I'm just afraid for the weather and the roads, honestly. Me too. I'm trying you to know, look up I, how... I, so, fingers crossed for safe travels for the Lumberjacks this week, y'all, because they're having to cross state lines. They're having to go... Literally three different, <laughs> they're having to go to, uh, to Louisiana, to Arkansas, and then back here to, to NAC in a, in a span of one week. And that's a lot of travel. That's a lot. And it's going to be cold as absolute shit. Yeah. The entire time. Uh, and it, the roads are going to be bad. And from New Orleans to um, Con- Conway is seven hours, which I think is about how far it is from NAC to New Orleans. But. Yeah, so that's not still that's not too still bad. a lot, and they have to drive through Mississippi to get there. It's like the the shortest route goes from Louisiana to Mississippi, and then back over to Arkansas. What? So yeah, really? Yeah, because it's so it's New Orleans is such in the far bottom like corner of Louisiana that Miss you know Mississippi like overlaps over the little boot part and it's in the boot so when you go north you go through mississippi and then and then over to arkansas ah uh, yeah. okay yeah i was like i was like sitting there thinking what no yeah yeah because it's in the little boot part so yeah I, I think i just needed to see it visually yeah there's oh i see yeah okay that's the shortest route. Yeah, you're right. Is to go through. I, I forget our our states are shaped so fucking wonky. I know. That, you know. I know. Because when you said that, I was like, nah, we can talk about it. I mean, there obviously there is a way to go, not through Mississippi, but at the same time, it would take longer. Why you're, it will take longer? Yeah. yeah. So why why would you want to do that? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's a lot of travel. Again, safe travel thoughts for the lumberjacks this week, y'all. They need it. It's yeah. going to be a wild week of basketball. They're going to be tired. Hopefully, they're not too tired. They're not too lethargic, but... Ugh. Yikes. Anyway. Okay. So, I think we are done. We've yeah. knocked out a double header. <laughs> little Takes combo. A Just because we love oh. y'all and basketball so much. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day from us to you. Yeah. And we just hadn't recorded yet in a while, just because there's been so much going on. We've been yeah. so busy. We finally had a day where we weren't doing anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to record, finally. <laughs> no Valentine's Day excitement here. Hell no. I've been <laughs> on the couch all day, eating Same. cheese, getting all fat and happy. <laughs> <laughs> fat, fat and sassy. Anyway, all right. Again, hope you guys have a great day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Singles Awareness Day. Uh, I'm sure someone out there loves you. (laughs) 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 Fucking hate this day. Anyway, (laughs) so much. Did you like my post um, about me and my relationship with beer? I did. And I I thought about doing one myself since I'm so tired of seeing the Valentine's Day challenge, but... I That's just couldn't. Exactly why I did it? I just couldn't decide what to. I know you and Carrie both had really good ones, and y'all were very clever and witty with your with all your responses. But um, 
I just couldn't decide what mine would be. Uh, you know, it would either have to be you like do, you could do it with Gabby, it or would either you could do it Gabby or Scotty, or just like basketball in general. All three of them, or, or um, basketball, yeah. So yeah, I think you could do it with any one of those things for sure. Yeah, I may I have so. to. I may have to get creative and do one tonight, but I think so. I, we'll I vote see. for that. <laughs> I do. I also did my Valentine's Day mood board, which was I saw that again. I found yeah, and then I have a good one planned for tomorrow for the winter. The winter waking up to the oh. winter nonsense. Okay, um, so just get ready for that one. I can't wait. <laughs> Snowpocalypse Part Two mood board. Absolute disrespectful weather temps outside. <laughs> I mean, I just cannot believe that we aren't even two months in, and we're already about to have our second snow day like yeah which normally if it's gonna snow in neck or just into east texas it's gonna happen in the spring anyway like it never yeah. usually happens in like in the not spring but like it happens in we've had it before on easter so it, yeah it can be yeah. spring <laughs> yeah that's true so like it'll happen you know second half of winter early spring you know january february march april like in that time period is when we typically get the snow never in Frickin' Christmas, never, never during that time. It's always during this time. Anyway, so at the moment, it's 24 degrees in Nacogdoches, feels like 14. And apparently it says light snow. So I bet if I walked outside right now, it'd be snowing. But I haven't been outside in a while. In Tyler, right now it is 18. Oh, yeah, really? And it feels like 5. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh... Let's see. Let me quickly find my tomorrow. Yeah, so tomorrow, Monday, the high is 23, and then the low is 6 six degrees. But I'm sure that'll be even less with the real feel. Yeah, tomorrow here, the high is 16, and the low is 1. Sweet. So uh, you're going to go running? <laughs> you know, I actually, so last week... On Thursday, I would have, but because um, it, w- it wasn't too cold for me, I'll still, I'll still go like around freezing temps, but it, it had like rained a little bit and it, it had started to freeze and like I just, I was not going to chance running on these brick streets down here with it being icy. Like that's all I need is to like yeah. fall and break my oh. leg out in the like freezing Absolutely. cold, you know? <laughs> um yeah. So it's it's gonna have to be a treadmill day, I think, for the next few days if I'm gonna run. Understood. Yeah. Understood. I don't blame you. Literally, when we were at uh, the brewery on Saturday night for the Mardi Gras party, at one point Joy was like, "Yeah, no, I gotta go because I'm gonna go run." And I'm like, "Are you absolutely like out of your freaking mind right now?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I love running when it's cold." I'm like, "I mean, I don't mind running when it's cold either, but bruh, it's." cold did he actually go run though because no he did not no. okay because uh, no he did not no. i was about and, to and say not, don't let him no. fool you <laughs> no he told me that's why he was leaving he was like i gotta go great and i'm gonna go run and i'm like okay well you know again by gumbios like go with god if you need help or you know die or something call me um but <laughs> then like not even a few hours later he texts me and he's like hey if you guys are still out let me know i'll come back out and i'm like this mother didn't go run. What a no. doofus. And yeah. I know him too. Anyway. Anyhow, y'all don't care about this, but 
You don't care about Whatever. it. Whatever. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. It is. Anyway, okay, guys. Yeah, so like I said, hopefully you had a good day. You enjoyed your day. Get ready. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild week of Lumberjack basketball. And uh, it's going to be a wild week for just everybody in Texas because it's going to be just wintry weather all week. And so stay safe. Stay home if you don't need to go out. The ice, the roads. I love I love Texas. I love Texans. I'm a Southern girl, but I'm going to tell y'all you can't drive in this damn weather, so don't even try. Yeah, don't try it. Yeah. I'm, my family's from the North. They know what they're talking about. If they say it's too bad to go on the damn roads, it's too bad to go on the damn roads. So don't go outside. <laughs> so stay home, stay safe, and always remember to Alex and Jax. With Alex and Jax.